So does Kevin to me. Like a blonde name. Not as much as Luke, but... Yeah, there's a f- couple famous Kevins oh, then that I would... aren't, so that kind of ruins it. Oh, well, that's just what I've been Kevin Neal and Kevin Sorbo, both have brown hair. Okay, <laughs> we should put this in. <laughs> totally, I'll keep it in. Okay. They wouldn't get what we're talking about, though, because we didn't say We're just say saying Luke. that Luke is, a, the, Luke is like a blonde name. Like, you just hear the name Luke, and you go like, yeah, that guy's probably blonde. Okay. Um. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> keep going. Hello and welcome to Charlie's Book Club Podcast. How is it so hard for you to say hello (laughs) and welcome to your own podcast? I don't know why. I say it every episode. I said it like, like probably like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, you could talk for like a half hour straight, but hello and welcome to Charlie's Book Club. I can't say anything scripted. I am the helper slash co-host dad Mm -hmm. slash Kirby. This okay. would be, I don't know how I would do a podcast if I wasn't talking to someone. I'd be like, you know what I'm talking about. You audience, go search that up for me. That's why it's amazing that mom can do what she does. She just sits in front of this and can talk for Yeah, but she has hosts. Hour. She has like, like co-host stuff, like, right? Well, sometimes she has guests, but I would say fully a third of her episodes are just her. Really? Just talking. She's good at it. She can teach you things. Someday you'll have your own, own podcast. No. Okay. That's too hard. Anyway, what are we what are we book are we discussing today? Um we're discussing Percy Jackson and the Titan's Curse. Book three. Totally didn't do the Sea of Monsters like twenty minutes ago. Hey, we're batch processing. It's all right. So do you want me to release these back to back like today, or do you want them to go like a week mm. apart? I can schedule a release for let's, next week. Let's do it next week. Alright, so you just heard live the discussion for why you had to wait a week to hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. Charlie said so. Because I don't, because I like making you guys wait. Like <laughs> a month. A like she's I'm teaching, just that much of a jerk. She's teaching you patience. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a, just going to make it's a valuable patient. skill. Um, okay, so book three, do you want to kind of, so at the end of book two, we had Tyson working in a forge under the ocean for his dad or something. We had Thalia is now resurrected and it's causing issues because she could end the world according to the prophecy. She's now the second kid of one of the big three. You have a cat crawling on you while we're recording this podcast. (laughs) Um, The Golden Fleece um, healed the camp, so the camp seems like it's in good shape. So everything's good. Everyone's happy. Nothing bad's going to happen, right? I suppose Luke is still out there with the big ship of monsters. But I, I have a question. What? I was confused by this. So if Dolly is not a tree anymore, and she's not the magic tree anymore, I thought the only thing special about the tree was that Thalia was the tree. So how does they still have the border? Yeah, did they discuss that at the beginning? I don't know. I can't remember. I forget. Okay, well, maybe we should look into that, and maybe we can get back to people in the next episode, or if someone has remembers, they can remind us. Um, okay, so there's some new characters in this book. So mm-hmm. they go out. I forget what draws them out, or did, did the hunters just show up at camp, or they... Oh, it starts with them going to... Uh, the military school. The military school. So they are there to track down 
other half-bloods that they became aware of. And so they go to a dance, mm-hmm. and all heck breaks loose. Mm-hmm. I think you could say it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know who's listening. I, I mean, I don't mind if you hear that word, but... Um, okay, so walk me through, like, the... So the, the bad guy in this one to start is the headmaster or whatever of the military school that the new half-bloods are at. Mm-hmm. Bad monster. Bad monster. Bad he's monster. a he's a manticore? Yes, a manticore. I thought manticores were... I always think of the movie... Um, that What's that Disney movie called with the blue people? Smurfs? No, not the, not Avatar. It's not the Smurfs. It's like the what are one where he's people? like a wizard. He's like a wizard. And he's like... And he's like with the van, the unicorn van. The unicorn van. Search it up. <laughs> unicorn van, blue people, Disney movie. Is that the search you want me to do? Yes. Unicorn van, blue people, Disney movie. <laughs> See, Onward. Oh. Onward. Yes. Man, it, I mean that's a good search. It I, popped up. I was thinking beyond. <laughs> but um, in that um, there's a manticore character. It's like the lady with the wings. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember that. What is a manticore? Okay, so that's a manti- what I was thinking. Not he okay. was not. He did not look like a flying lion with spikes. Okay, so Oof. a manticore is a beast with the body of a lion, usually red, the tail okay. of a scorpion, and the head slash face of a man with a mouth filled with multiple rows of sharp teeth, like a shark, said to be able to shoot spikes from its tail or mane to paralyze prey. So they did stick. Oh, it's a monkey. They did <laughs> stick. That's, that's a really dumb drawing. <laughs> um, okay, so so he does shoot spikes from his tail. So basically, he's trying to capture these kids. Bianca and Nico D'Angelo. Yep. So they're brother and sister, and mm-hmm. he's trying to capture these kids, and he's trying to get them to like Luke and Kronos, right? Um. Because that helicopter shows up yeah. to, like, transport him away. Yeah, I think so. Um, but Percy and Thalia and Annabeth and Grover are all trying to stop him. Um, and they get saved, which is the introduction of some cool new characters. Do you want to talk about the Hunters? Uh, yeah, the Hunters are um, people. They're, like, um, people who have... I don't know if this is the right word, subjected their lives to Artemis. Yeah, yeah. So they're like the devotees of Artemis, and they have to basically swear to be, like they stay looking like young women forever. Oh, that's an important part. All women. Yes. And they have to say, like, I'm going to be young forever, and I'm never going to, like, date a boy or go get married. No. Yep. I don't know I mean, what I said no. That's a pretty big lifelong, oh, they become immortal, too. Yeah, unless in battle. Okay, yep, they can die like they in can't battle. Die of like, they can't die of, like, old age. That's basically... They can't die because they have, like, really bad diarrhea or anything, right? No. <laughs> they can have bad diarrhea for eternity. <laughs> um, okay, so the hunters save Percy and the kids. Um, and then... Is it all the hunters get sent back to... Camp Half-Blood with them? Yes, because Artemis has to go fight this big beast. 
Okay, so Artemis is a goddess, right? She's like one of the ten or whatever of the twelve. She looks fourteen though, for some reason. But she's a really good hunter. Yeah. Um, okay, so they they send back Zo- Zoe, Thalia, Bianca, Grover, Percy, Annabeth, Nico, um, and then there were a few of the other hunters that don't really get. Yeah, they just sent named, back. right? They sent re- the rest of the hunters. Too. Okay, so there's a bunch of new girls in camp who aren't really girls. That's one thing that they never talk about. What? So like, these girls, quote unquote, girls are immortal. Yeah. So they might be like we find out later that like Zoe's like a like three thousand years old. Yeah. But like, what do they do at like camp? Like archer. <laughs> They just do archery. They're like they Merida, where they like split the uh, um the arrow, but like they do that like a thousand they times just do over. That a thousand to- I'm just saying, it's like the camp is supposed to be f- basically four half bloods to like train, but then they send in like these three thousand year old assassins to hang out with them. <laughs> like, well, well, they're not supposed to be there. Like, they just need a place to go. Well, Artemis is gone, so they. Oh, so it's like the protection of the camp because there's Dionysus. There's a full-on god there, and there's Chiron and stuff, so they get protected. Is that Chiron. The, Chiron. Chiron. I thought it was Chiron. Chiron. Sorry. I'm sorry. My Chiron pronunciation, my pronunciation wasn't accurate. Weasley. Okay, so what happens next? I'm trying to... Remember, you're looking at a Wikipedia. Well, yeah, plot now, article. I, now I'm looking, and I was hoping that on your podcast you might talk a little bit, though. I'm looking to. Um, okay, so okay, so while they're at camp, um, his Pegasus, Percy's Pegasus, Blackjack calls him and says, "Like you got to come help. There's mm-hmm. like a sea beast who needs your help." Yeah. And that sea beast turns out to be very important. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to tell my friends about this. I just went in the ocean for like... That is a recurring thing with Percy. Percy's just like, ah, this is not important. You should like have like a diary where he just writes everything that he thinks is not important. And then Annabeth just reads it over and he's like, yeah, if I didn't read this, the world could have just exploded in two seconds. Yeah, all this is important. All of it. So he he saves the Ophiotaurus. Ophiotaurus. Which he calls Bessie Bessie. because it's got a cow head. Which is male. Which is male, even though he... Yeah, he doesn't know that it's male at the time he calls it Bessie. No, Grover calls... Grover tells tells him him it's male, and then he keeps going to Bessie. Oh, yeah. So that was an interesting part. So Percy can talk to horses because horses were created by Poseidon, but he can't talk to basically any other animal, right? Because he tries talking to Bessie. Yeah, he but, does try to. But why can Grover talk to her? Or him? Because he's like a um, goat thing. Okay, he's so just satyr. like satyr, like, satyr powers? are like um, nature things. Okay, so can Grover talk to all animals? Like to a... Like can he talk to like a pigeon? Like, why are you pooping on that statue? Probably, like, to a measure. Like, he has to, like, really focus on it, probably. Can you talk to Cuddy, our cat? Mm, let me see. What would Cuddy say? <laughs> okay. This is the first time anyone's paid attention to me in three months. <laughs> so, they they have, like, a capture the flag fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thalia and Percy get in a fight. The hunters win like the thing. Fight, fight and then, like oh, creepy fight. scene. The mummy comes out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, like... I was like, 
I was like thinking about pausing it because I didn't want to get scared because I was listening oh, yeah, at night. I... <laughs> yeah, so the the mummy that's like the oracle, Percy asks it like how to save. Oh, Annabeth gets captured, right? That was part of it. Wasn't he asking how to save Annabeth, and that's what oh, started yeah, the whole thing? Oh yeah, in the Minotaur fight, like um, the Minotaur bring like. Not the Minotaur, the Manticore. Manticore, not Minotaur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the bull, bull thing. The, there Min- has been a Minotaur fight in the book I series. Think, so yeah, there a, has. They're so similar. Um, the Manticore um, is like Annabeth like saves them all like in the pre- previous seed, and she like pushes them off the cliff. But it, he does like a "Hi, I grabbed you too." Oh like, yeah, so they take Annabeth. And so she's captured. Percy's having dreams. No, she's alive and with Luke. And so he goes and asks the mummy lady what he should do. And then she comes out and gives a prophecy that is wild and has nothing to do with Annabeth. Mm -hmm. I forget what the exact words of it were, but like basically that five people have to go. Yeah. They have to be a mix of hunters and campers. Yeah. And that one two, is going to be lost. Two will die, and one will die to the... Wait, no. Yeah, two will die. One of them die to their parents' hand. Yeah. I don't know why I said something like that. Yeah. So, um, okay. So then when they're, like, picking who's going to go, they know that they know that in a dream that Artemis has been kind of captured, too. So, like, the main lieutenant, Zoe, right? Zoe's yeah. the main lieutenant. She's like, yeah. I have to go. I'm like sworn protector of the goddess. And then they want to bring all hunters, but by the prophecy, they figure they have to bring some other people. One person. <laughs> One person. And no. and Grover gets in there too, right? Because yeah. satyrs are trackers. Yeah. And when, <laughs> and um, I thought this was funny. Percy's like, they're like, Percy, you cannot come. You are a boy. And they're like, well, you're bringing... And he's like, well, you're bringing Grover. But they're like, he's not a boy. He's a satyr. And he's like, yes, I am. I am a boy. Come on. So Percy doesn't get to go. They bring Thalia. And, of course, in true Percy Jackson style, he just goes, I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. Oh, wait. We need to talk about the conversation with his mom. Mm-hmm. So this 13-year-old... Calls home and tells his mom that he's going to come home for the holidays. And she convinces him to go on a deadly quest. She doesn't convince him. She says, if you if you really feel that you should. Which she knows that he always should. <laughs> I tell you what, if you were at a boarding school and said, I'm going to come home for Christmas, but I might... Go get murdered instead. I would be like, I'll see you in a couple days at home. Get home. You don't get to go sword fight gods. You wouldn't just go like, oh, if you really feel like you should go, then you should go. (laughs) Come on, lady. Well, she's got a new boyfriend, so maybe she's like, yeah, go get killed. I don't care. I'm going to go on a date. Anyway. Anyway. So Percy... Follows them because he has Annabeth's invisibility hat. Yes. And sneaks in to a big meeting. Which I also thought was weird that he had her backpack. He had a backpack? He had her, like, technically, he didn't have her backpack. He had her hat for some reason, which I didn't, which I I thought was kind of weird. I think it fell off in the fight. 
And when they got, when she got taken, like that was what was left. And then he was like, oh, sweet. I got this cool new hat. And then he put it on. And it's like, oh, Yankees. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish all people wearing Yankees hats were invisible. You don't even have a Yankees hat. No, I'm saying I don't like Yankees fans. So oh. I wish they'd all put their hats on and go away. Um, I think that's kind of unfair. Sorry. Not sorry. Okay. I don't even like Yankees. This might be too long of an episode if we go blow by blow. Do you just want to go through like favorites? Favorite things? Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. what were what were your favorite parts? I liked when he was when they were like fighting with the lion thing at the museum. Oh yeah, like the golden is it? It's made of metal, um, or just like the fur seemed to be yeah, metal. It's, yeah, it's just a. It was like a, it wasn't made of metal. It was just like a very strong. I had a question in that part too. So normally, so like when Percy and Aries fought in California and like cars are blowing up and stuff, they later like on the news said like there was like a gunfight or something. What were the people, what were the mortals seeing as a lion jumped around on space capsules and airplanes and Knocked them all to the ground. I think the people were seeing, like, maybe some, like, drone. Okay. That was, like, flying around, but it had, like, a gun. That's not weird, a drone with a gun. (laughs) Hey, it's actually not weird. Like a drone with, like, a gun attached that, like, and that was, like, flying around. And the, like, and the, like, shaking of, like, all the planets flying was, like, them, like, hitting the planets and stuff. Okay. Okay, I buy that. Yeah, people are going to see something that makes somewhat more sense to them. Um, I don't know how a drone got inside, but yeah, you can fly drones inside. Yeah, but like, what about the door? We're going to be here forever if we talk about all the plot holes that I don't understand. So yeah, there was a bunch of weird stuff in this one. Um, okay, so kind of quickly going through things, they have to chase down. Um, they're trying to find out where, where, um, Annabeth and Aries, no, not Aries. What's the lady who's captured too? Artemis. So Artemis and Annabeth are captured. They're trying to figure out where they generally find out that it's San Francisco, which is apparently where bad, it's like the, the antithesis to Apollo or to Olympus. It's like the bad people thing like layer um along the way they lose bianca mm-hmm. because she sacrifices herself yeah I, and that was super sad i also don't understand something why percy doesn't just like tell nico that she sacrificed herself and be like i tried he does he, he told her that does he he's still just really mad her? <laughs> What's that? Nico's a her now. Oh, I was going to say, Nico's a her? I thought Nico was a boy. You said. No, yeah. So he, he tells he tells Nico at the end, well, we'll so like Bianca sacrifices herself while fighting a giant monster uh, that was like robot. Mm, yeah, it was like not robot. It was like a kind of like Statue of Liberty, but not Statue of Liberty <laughs> with the toes. Statue of non-liberty, Statue of Death. <laughs> Statue of Death. So she sacrifices herself. She's or gone. Or a tiny little 
metal thing. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. Because because they were supposed they were going through the junkyard and they weren't supposed to take anything. But she, yeah, she pocketed a little. She sacrificed her life for a tiny little, um, myth of magic, aka Dungeons and Dragons character. That's the thing I don't get. Like when they know, I guess it's why do you think? that they like break these rules when it's like the only rule to not die is don't take anything. Everything is going to be made to look cool to you. Just don't take anything or we'll all get killed. (sighs) I think that like you can't stop it by like putting it down. It'll still be like mad. I don't think it'll just like go back to like, being however it was. Okay, so you think, like, she just got interested and she grabbed it and, and was like, like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done that. Maybe it was, like, before, like... No, but she had it in her pocket, so she oh. was, like, planning on taking it, like, she was getting it for Nico. Oh. She said, like, this is the only one he doesn't have. Yeah. She, I think she might have grabbed it before they told her that, and then she's like, maybe, like, it's just, like, a... Like, um, like if a god, like, sees you're holding it at the end, it'll be mad. Maybe she thought it was, like, not like a, if you grab it, it'll, like, immediately Immediately come after you. Well, she was wrong, and now she did. Um, okay, so after that, they go to, oh, they, Percy uses his water power, gets him to the Hoover Dam. Oh, we didn't talk about skeleton guys. Oh, yeah. He's being chased by these skeleton guys Mm -hmm. that were born of... Like they planted some Tyrannosaurus Rex teeth. Yeah. And then some skeletons grew out. You just pour it. So if you're looking to make zombie skeleton men, apparently the recipe is get some Tyrannosaurus Rex teeth. Which doesn't make any sense. Why would it make... Ty- put them in the dirt. In the some dirt. Pour some blood on them. And then uh, you have some zombie armies. Yeah, but you got to have like a, one of those like toy like flowery like oh yeah that was a weird detail the the watering can has flowers on it it was like all flowery and like cutesy okay so they (laughs) they go to hoover dam get chased by some guys get flown away by um statues Mm -hmm. that zeus brings to life for them Mm -hmm. so what is the what's the deal with Thalia and Zeus? Because like she did not want to even like ask him for anything or pray or whatever. Um, it's like her dad, right? Like I think that she was kind of bored when she was a tree, and she was kind of just like I think like when she was a tree, like no one thought like she could still have like thoughts, okay. like she could have thoughts. So she was just there for like. How many years? So know, they pops. went there when Annabeth was seven. Okay, so like and she was like six, a seven few years. years older. Oh yeah, because they they like calculated out because she in the book is turning sixteen. But but she went like there when the she was seven, like, so that she's been in the ground for like eight years. Yeah. Well, she. So you think she's like stewing on that of like dad turned me into a tree and I'm pissed? Well, technically she would be like 17, but like as a tree, like Apollo said that she was technically like time went a little slower. I mean, oh, okay. faster. I don't know. Whatever like slower it is. Or faster. But, um, and was like, you're actually like 15. 
Okay. So she's on her way to turning 16, which is important for the prophecy, right? Because it's like yeah, at like, 16. Because at like the end of the thing is like, is like, well, you're going to turn 16 tomorrow. So we'll just... <laughs> and then you're like, actually not. Actually Psych. Not. Psych. Psych. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get to that. So... So she's mad at her dad, doesn't want to ask, asks, the the statues fly him away. They get up to San Francisco and they have to go up this mountain, but it's where Zoe's former sisters live mm-hmm. and get past a dragon. And then they have to go fight uh, the general and Luke, who still has Annabeth, so that they can save Annabeth and Artemis. And did you pick up earlier in the book that the general was the god or the what is atlas is he a demigod uh yeah i think so but like a real powerful yeah so like the famous story of atlas is that he's holding up the sky but he gets artemis to to hold up the sky for him um and captures her there so of course, when fighting an all-powerful immortal, Percy immediately challenges him to a fight to the death. You know, like like you do. Like Percy does. Um, what did you did you anticipate how that scene was going to go? Like, what did you think was going to happen when Percy challenged someone who cannot die to a duel? Um, I was just like, idiot. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> um, I was like, oh, well, I don't even know what's going to happen because t- because Percy obviously is not going to die. Yeah. Because there's... There's more, more books, you know. There's yeah. like two or three more books. And so I was like, but neither can Atlas. But Atlas can't die either. Yeah. Well, he cannot die. Yeah, like... Can they get like sent? So like the demons or whatever that they the monsters they fight can get like turned into like black smoke and then go somewhere to be like reborn. Do we know if someone like Atlas can have that happen or do they? No, that's like demons. Okay, okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. they trick Atlas back into his position. Yeah. So he's now holding up the How sky again. Um, Percy is fighting oh no percy decides that he can't beat him and the prophecy had something about like you have to take on the curse so he takes on atlas's curse um so artemis can be free and fight him because artemis is goddess so she could actually pull it off somehow i don't know what happens when goddesses and demigods fight either of like i think uh Goddess could beat it. Goddess can, like... Because, like, technically it's, like, a rank thing, I guess. Okay. So they're fighting, and she, like, kind of looks at Percy, like, we'll give him the old switcheroo. (laughs) You know how you do. You just, like, go, like, push, and then you just, like, move out of the way, and then somehow it's just, like, balancing on his head, and you go, like... Here you go. You take this. (laughs) You take it. So while they're fighting, Zoe's helping. Oh, and we find out that Zoe is Atlas's daughter, too, during that scene. Mm Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen? Because the prophecy from the mummy lady said the thing you said about that someone dies by their parent's hand. Um, so in the fight, Atlas hits his daughter, knocks her to the side. She's already been bitten by a dragon at this point, by the Watch way. Um, then he gets knocked into position, takes over holding up the sky again. 
everyone's oh and annabeth and luke or no um thalia and luke fight yeah they're like watch out yeah so they're going nuts on each other they used to be good friends though right um and what happens with that um i think like luke falls off a cliff and then like percy's like yeah he's dead and everyone's else like percy no (laughs) not cool man that was our buddy and, well, also well, because he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, Percy, no, he's not dead. And why does Annabeth say she knows he's not dead? Um, I don't know. So, I think it might have been, like, the same reason Percy knew Annabeth wasn't dead. Like, there's yeah. some connection there. I think they, I think she still cares about him, which makes Percy really mad because he's mm-hmm. jelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like you saying that. <laughs> it's weird to you using slang words. This book is fire, yo. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so Atlas, <laughs> Atlas is, is caught again. They rescued Artemis. Luke is not dead, but has been pushed off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Fell fifty feet and wasn't moving, but isn't dead. Because we just don't, no, no one can die in this apparently. Um, no, someone except, can. Except, Zoe. Oh yeah, I forgot. Zoe, I was just about to say, except Zoe. So Zoe dies defending Artemis, which she views as a honor. Um, mm-hmm. oh, we didn't talk about Zoe and Hercules at all. Oh, yeah. So do we you... just like get from like all these books. They're just like, yeah, Hercules sucks. Yeah. They're just like all hating on Hercules. <laughs> so what was it? Zoe made, um, Percy's sword for mm-hmm. Hercules. Yeah. And helped him beat the dragon that's supposed to be defending her mm-hmm. and her family and the tree of like immortal apples or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he betrayed her. He's like, peace out. And then went and told the story of like, look, I got these apples all by myself. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Um, something I was thinking about was um, there is this story. I don't know if you know it. It has Hercules in it. And it's like, I think it's Hercules. But it's like he gets tasked to do, I think, starting off as 10. And then it's changed to 12 tasks. Okay, I think you're talking about. One of the things that he was has to do was kill this lion. Okay. And same lion. Oh, because it metal. had like and like it was like this humongous lion that no one can kill because of its like really thick skin. Thick. <laughs> some thick skin. Got some thick skin, y'all. <laughs> um, and he like kills it. Um. There's also. I really want to talk about this person in the next book. It's not too much of a spoiler. Uh, Can I please save it? Let's save it. Let's save it because I haven't even read it. So I don't want to be... Okay, so like in general though, we're learning that like when you think of heroes in the past, when you get to know their story, you're like, oh, they weren't as good of a... Like Hercules Mm -hmm. wasn't as good of a guy. You like took credit for people's stuff. Mm -hmm. I think there was also one other thing in the second book that they did that like Hercules also did. Mm. Why do you think the author's pointing out the bad sides of Hercules? Because Hercules is like... Wait, is Hercules technically like Thalia's brother? Because he's a son of Zeus. You know what? I didn't think of that. He is a son of Zeus, isn't he? Yeah. Weird. (laughs) But he's like... It's weird of like the timelines of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's just weird that... <laughs> so, yeah, my brother's like 3,000 years older than me. 
Um, but yeah, so so like, so why do you think they're going like Hercules didn't do it all by himself and took all the credit? Like Hercules wasn't a great guy. Like why is that important? Because it's kind of like the opposite of like how people usually use "Don't do the book by its cover." Like I don't know. I don't know why that would be a why, but it's I'm just an observation. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like yeah, don't, uh, don't also don't judge a good book by its cover. You know, yeah, like, like don't just jump to conclusions and go like, oh, you know, I, I think there's like lessons for that in history and stuff too. Of you know, everyone goes like the founding fathers were really great, and then yeah. you find out some of the bad stuff they did, yeah. or like you kind of glorify someone and go, they must have been great all the time, and it's like eh, it's not that simple. It's really not. Do you think there's lessons in learning about Hercules for Percy? Um, I don't think he's, like, learned it, but, um, I guess, like, sometimes you gotta, like, let other people, like, be the hero, mm -hmm. and not, it's nothing about, like, the taking credit for other people's stuff, because Percy doesn't really do that, but, like, um, letting other people just, like, have their, um, like, time, they're, like, Moment in the sun. Moment, yeah. And I think he's he's starting to learn that. I mean, at the beginning of the book, there was some fights between him and Thalia where they were both trying to be in charge. Yeah. So, like, maybe that's something he need, he's working on learning. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we are we are pretty long into this episode. So how, let's. How much we got? Um, I I think we're like thirty some minutes. You can look down there, the corner, of like the under the blue thing. Under that? Yeah. Yeah, but that's the total runtime for the two oh. episodes. So we recorded them on the same file. Oh. So I think we're at like 30, 30 yeah. some minutes. Um, okay, so they escape. They go home. Um, they have to go travel to Mount Olympus. Oh, so that was the big thing of why they needed to save Artemis at a certain time. Because they're having the winter solstice. And Artemis is one of the gods. And she's the one who like gets stuff done at meetings. <clears throat> so they get her back. And then they all go in front of the gods, which has got to be intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're and then they're just like there while the gods are like, um, should we murder these kids? Also, the funny thing is, like, Annabeth's mom voted for them to die. She didn't vote for them to die. She brought up the point of okay, and was saying there's a prophecy saying when these kids turn sixteen, they could destroy us or save us. What if, and I'm, what if, I'm not saying we should, I'm saying prudence wink, might wink. suggest wink, we wink. vaporize these suckers. Wink, wink, we should kill these guys. But it seems like Poseidon stood up for Percy mm -hmm. and Zeus stood up for Thalia. Mm -hmm. um, but then mm -hmm. Thalia pulls a crazy plot twist. And, well, she doesn't pull the plot twist. I suppose it's more um, Artemis work. Artemis pulls the plot twist. And she asks Thalia to be her new... Um, Whatever Zoe's job Lieutenant, was. I think. <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, he would, well, it started off and, like, we were all worried that Annabeth was going to, like. Oh, yeah. Up. Percy was super nervous. Annabeth was going to become a, a mm -hmm. hunter and then mm -hmm. he couldn't try and date her. Mm -hmm. But then, um, plot to, um, it's Delia and she says yes, which I thought was weird because she, like, didn't like the hunters. Yeah. Well, she didn't not like the hunter. She didn't like Zoe. 
Yeah. Well, she's like, now Zoe's gone. You guys are pretty cool. <laughs> um, but so why is it, why is that important? Um, because that, because, wow, big, um, I thought this was kind of annoying, um, and made it, like, too rushed, but, um, Dolly's birthday was tomorrow. Oh, yeah, she was, she was gonna turn 16 tomorrow, so now they're like, okay, so she can't be the one the prophecy's about, because, like we said, the hunters are immortal, and they stop aging when they take the vow to be a hunter or whatever. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the another, next plot twist. Yeah, there's another plot <laughs> twist. So then, after this whole party... Percy's like, oh, dang, I guess I, it's me again. Yeah, so Percy's like, all right, fine, it's me. I'm the only one of the big three. And he goes home and um, gives it to Nico, and then... So he tells Nico that his sister died and, and tries he, to explain, but Nico is pissed. Yeah. Um... Um... This isn't, like, a big thing, but, um, in the fourth book, like, I'm not gonna say how he finds this out, but, like, the flaw of Children of Hades is, um, their fatal flaw, like, you know, that thing, is holding grudges. Oh, that's gonna be bad for him. So we yeah. should jump back, because if someone is listening to this, yeah. they don't. But, um, so, basically, Nico holds this big grudge against Percy, because he's, like, you promised that you wouldn't let her die and stuff, but, like, how can you just promise that? <laughs> yeah, he's. it was more of, like, a suggestion. I'm going to try to not let her die. Yeah, but Percy tries to explain himself. He says, like, I tried to stop her. She sacrificed herself. He's still mad. But then, like, all of a sudden, the skeleton dudes show up out of nowhere because they can't die. They just break apart and, and then, then reassemble. And that was a cool moment. Do you want to... Um, yeah, then um, Nico, like makes like a humongous like ravine and they well no no he just says he just says tells them to leave and then the ravine just appears and they just fall fall into into, the pit of death no they fall into the underworld (laughs) so then you're like whoa nico's got some crazy powers Mm -hmm. and 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 then um part of the reason there i don't I don't know. This is just a thought I had. Part of the reason Nico got so mad is because before, like, he also, like, before, like, the skeleton showed up, Percy gave him, like, the little figurine. The little trinket. And then I think Nico had already realized, I maybe think. Oh, like who his dad was? Because, like, yeah, Nico and his sister don't say who their father is. They're kind Mm -hmm. of confused Mm -hmm. because they had spent years and years at the Lotus Hotel or whatever. I I just realized this. That also explains when um, um, that one thing in the museum where, um, like, they can't kill the skeletons and then Bianca just (laughs) kills one with, like, just, like, hits it and it just explodes into flames and just doesn't reassemble. Yeah, because they couldn't explain that the whole book and then it makes sense at the end. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense why she can kill him because her dad is Hades. Mm -hmm. Which is super crazy. Okay, so here is kind of the question we talked about last time of, like, Kronos playing chess. Like, when they say that they were in the Lotus casino hotel thing and then all of a sudden someone came and got them do you think that's chronos or chronos is doing um yeah because he was like i don't this sounds weird but like he was like with a stopwatch because like technically it was only like they only thought it was like a few 
days. Yeah, they thought it was like days or weeks. And how long was it? And it was 50 years. Okay. Yeah, because they said when they asked her. technically they didn't break the rule. So technically Hades didn't break the rule of not having any kids after. After World War II, is it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, because like they said, who's the president? And they said FDR. Or, yeah. or who was the yeah. last president? They said FDR. And they're like, whoa, you were at that place for a long time. You do not know what's happening. I wish they would have made them talk like like 1920s gangsters. Like, yeah, see, this is my brother. See? <laughs> we're nine years old. See? Or <laughs> They're like, two years apart. He's 10. Yeah, I forget how old they and say they're. And she's there. like, well. Okay. Because right. in this, in the fourth book, he's like ten. Okay. So, once again, I would ask you, what do you think happens in the next book? But you keep reading ahead and ruining the podcast. Uh, I could like pretend I haven't read it yet. Um, you're trying to reveal plot points in book four mm, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Any other points in this book that were like, oh, that was cool, or things you thought? Mm. I was going to ask, what? what do you think happens with a certain character? But you might already know, so I don't want to ask you. What? Like, what character? I know. When he's at the Hoover Dam, Percy meets a mortal who can see his mm. sword and see the skeleton people and talks to him like super normal. And her name is Rachel Elizabeth Dare, and she has red hair, and her initials spell red. So I'm wondering if that has some significance. Um, Just say yes or no. Um... I'm not going to answer that question, but I just thought of something. In social studies, um, the first person to, it was the daughter of Pocahontas, and I think John, John Smith. Smith, it was named Virginia Dare, spelled exactly like that, D-A-R-E. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think that why, has anything to do with it. But Why wouldn't her name be Smith? Her dad is John Smith. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's like, I don't like that guy. I changed my name. Oh, maybe she got married when she was older. I don't know. Or maybe she just changed her name. Yeah. <laughs> Could you change your name when you... Not when you're a kid. Not legally. Unless your parents sign off on the paperwork. You want to change your name? Yes. What would you change your name to? Uh, um... Charlie Barley. No. I don't know. If I could change my name and it wouldn't be like... Everyone would be awkward about, like, I don't know what to call you anymore. Um, I would definitely change it if I had the choice. To what? I don't know. You I just don't know. like your name? No, I don't like my name. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, you're stuck with it. Till I'm 18. Forever. As soon as I turn 18, be signing. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too, with uh, kids signing up to be hunters. Like, you're... 13 years old or 15 years old and you're like yeah i'm gonna do this forever forever i mean i'm not only gonna pick my job but i'm going to not ever get married or have kids and it's not like i could change my mind in a few years it's like no you're gonna do this for eternity until you die in battle yeah i wouldn't want to do that even if like you could like get married and like have all the other stuff because like I wouldn't want to be a mortal because you'd like have like friends who aren't hunters and then you'd be like, oh, well, I've, it's been a thousand years and I've had like 10 friends and all of them have died. Yeah, I watch them all die. Yeah. And also it's got to be weird because you always look like you're 14 or whatever. And then like, as your friends are like 50, it's like, 
why is that guy hanging out with that 14-year-old girl? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's real weird. <laughs> I suppose they aren't really friends with men either, though. They no. seem to have a real thing against why is that? Why is that lady? Just, why is, why that, is that old lady hanging out with that 14-year-old girl who is not her granddaughter? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. <laughs> There's at the park. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.